Hello, my name is Andrew Case. I'm part of Nashville Software School's Data Analytics Cohort 7, and my project was over the financial and health impact of tobacco products. Ooh, okay. Definitely interested to hear what you found there and uh, hear about uh, some of the correlations maybe that exist. Um, But before we dive into your project, I'd love to know what inspired you to join NSS. What were you up to before the program? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, before NSS, and actually currently, um, I began work in several nonprofit fields here in Nashville. I started out joining a organization called City for, uh, or City Service Missions is what it was called. Um, And it partnered with several nonprofits in Nashville um, to help bring in volunteers from across the country. Uh, the, The goal of it was to show that you could do missions work in your own backyard. You didn't need to travel to other countries or, um, it just really helped shine a light on people who uh, might have run into some hard times or um, might be a little bit less fortunate in certain areas uh, that we could all pitch in and help them. Um, From there, I moved on to one of the partner agencies, Room in the Inn. That is a homeless shelter here in Nashville, and I worked with them for two years. I had a great experience with them. And then finally, uh, I got hired on where I am now, which is Welcome Home Ministries. And this is an alcohol and drug uh, recovery residence for people, for men suffering from alcohol and drug addictions. Um, so I've, I have been working here for about two and a half years. Um, something that I really got an eye-opening moment, I guess you could say, is uh, when I started working at Welcome Home, I I worked with grant writing. I worked with our um, executive deputy director, um, and we we were focusing on um, trying to get bring shed light into uh, the men that we've been working with and what they've been going through and. Um, how to tell that in a story in a way that we can uh, ask for for funds for our organization. Um, And I just realized that there's a lot of uh, data out there um, that hadn't quite been tapped. And and, uh, there was a lot of information that we had been collecting and statistics, but we weren't necessarily um, utilizing all of it. And uh, there was just so much of it, not just with our organization, but in the uh, alcohol and drug uh, prevention um, or addiction prevention uh, services throughout all of Nashville and all of Tennessee. So um, that that kind of was my first introduction to uh, data analytics. Um, I had two brother-in-laws and a sister-in-law who uh, all had done uh, NSS previously. Um, and I talked with them about it and they encouraged me to sign up and just give it a try. Um, one of the great parts about NSS is it is an inexpensive way to uh, learn. Um, it was really a, a blessing to to be a part of this because uh, it it's something that I could uh, kind of do a deep dive into, but it wasn't insanely time consuming with only being a six month program and it was uh, affordable. So even if I wasn't uh, in love with data analytics, I could. Um, I, I 
wasn't sacrificing so much to learn about it. So that was really cool. And that's how I ended up here. Well, awesome. I'm so happy to hear that you are, you're continuing, you know, the, the familial trend now of, of signing up and committing to NSS. And I'm glad that there's been positive experiences all around and that it, it, it led you here and helped inspire you to, to empower um, storytelling. That's such an important thing that you mentioned, like storytelling can be so, um, so much so well assisted um, by data when used correctly, and that's a very important piece of the work that I think the program and the NSS does. And and, and I'm glad that that you're here to be a part of that and, and to be empowered by that. So just to really dive into the project, I would love to hear um, what exactly your project was in more detail, and uh, I would love for you to talk a bit about. Um, the tools that you used um, to tell that story and some of the data sources that you used to collect the data. Absolutely. Um, so my my project, again, was, was going over um, financial impact and health impact of tobacco use in, uh, in the United States and worldwide, but mainly focused in the U.S., um, why I did this was I was I was pretty passionate about um, tobacco use and and how the difference between that being uh, legal compared to other drugs being illegal um, and the health impacts that we all know about um, tobacco use. I mean, I, I've seen so many uh, people in our uh, my my organization where I'm currently at, previous organizations where they would not have um, a dime to their name really, but they would still find ways to get cigarettes to get a different type of like dip or um, vape or whatever whatever it might be. Uh, and with the knowledge that yes, it's expensive, yes, it's harmful, um, uh, but still, it's it's an addicting thing. It's a it's an addictive substance. Um, the nicotine in it. So, I uh, took a little bit of a deep dive into that to try to figure out a little bit more about what um, wh- what difference uh, wh- what the impact would be if that industry was removed from from the United States. So, I looked at several different websites. Um, I. I can't say this for certain, but I believe that I probably have more of a, um, a citation than anyone else uh, citing sites because I, I feel like I just really did a deep dive into uh, the different uh, information that they have out there. And, and there is so much information out. But the main uh, websites that I used was the World Health Organization. They were, they were huge in helping me. Um, I used a little bit of the census uh, data out there for the United States. Um, I uh, looked up um, our world and data. They were extremely helpful. Um, and, and the nice thing about most of these sites was uh, there was very little to no web scraping, um, which is a, a very difficult thing to do. So I was just going to say, I've, I've, I've not heard that experience yet. So congrats on, <laughs> on that. It was, it was definitely, a, I wouldn't say it was a goal of mine, but it was definitely, a, a, if I saw something that had 
charts already made or, or CSVs already readily available, that definitely was a little bit more of a relief to, to click on that site. Yeah, I'm sure um, it was much appreciated. Um, <laughs> in terms of, yeah, I know you've talked about scraping that data together. Did you use um, like Python and Tableau? Um, what were some of those those tools or languages that you utilized? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So I used, mainly I used Python and um, Excel. Um, I, I didn't use uh, Tableau uh, or Power BI in this uh, round. I'm, I'm c- planning on continuing to uh, develop it because it, it was such an interesting da- uh, collection of data. Um, but yes, I mainly focused on Python and Excel. Th- those were the two that I kind of bounced between. Awesome. And so I know you have this presentation uh, coming up and good luck on that. So in terms of the presentation and and your your findings, what is I know you you gave the anecdotes of, you know, having pennies or nickels to your name and, you know, you buy a pack of cigarettes anyway. And I'm I'm from a rural town in um, Tennessee and I've firsthand seen those experiences time and time again. So um, I definitely agree that, you know, you're your project and your que- the questions you're asking are, are so valid and are so vital to ask. And I would love to hear sort of what your findings were in the end and what the takeaway was. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, not not to dive completely into it, because I, yeah, I probably could talk about this for far too long. I understand. Um, There's a lot of passion there, which I and a lot of hard work, which I totally get. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I you know, it's a, it's a very important uh, topic that we need, need to discuss. But one of the more shocking things that I discovered was in the United States, um, we spend are we the amount of revenue that we gain from tobacco uh, each year, whether it be um, from the farming uh, to the selling in convenience stores, um, is uh, let me see if I can get this right. $243,762,500,000 each year in tobacco sales alone. So no chump change. Yeah, no chump change. It's quite a bit of revenue to our country. Um, however, when you look at the lives lost each year to uh, tobacco use, um, that it, it roughly comes out to uh, $507,000 uh, per life. Um, so putting, putting a price tag on people's life was, was more of the, uh, shocking thing, um, that I, I came across was, uh, you know, we, we, yes, this revenue is important to our country. Um, and it is important to the farming community. I, I had sp- spoken to a few, uh, people who are farmers and their main, uh, crop is tobacco. And if that was removed, they couldn't support their own farm. Um, and so it, it's it's pretty wild uh, that 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 number exists um, for the number of lives that are lost. But uh, but another thing um, that I, I found kind of uh, rough was the World Health Organization. Um, it came up with ways to measure how countries are putting up boundaries on tobacco sale, um, and it's just a simple scale from one to five or from zero to five with. Five being they're doing amazing work and uh, zero doing there's no restrictions whatsoever. Anyone can just uh, buy it and, and there's no worries. Um, 
you the United States ranked ninetieth overall with a score of two. Oh my goodness, that yeah, is wild. That was it was very disheartening to to see that. Um, and and you know I I have you know a, a background with people struggling with addiction, so I, I definitely I know a lot of people probably listening do too. Like you know someone who has struggled with some type of addiction, but um, yeah, nicotine is something that really hits close to home because it's something that is is not it's not illegal to do so it's very easily accessible for our guys so yeah that's just something that i i have a really hard time with well no hey i feel your passion there and i I mean i'm so happy to hear that you're going to continue the work and if i haven't already i can't remember if i did but i just commend you on all of the community work that you are already doing and, and i'm sure will continue to do and and now you have data and these these new skills in this new community on your side to um to support you and enable you to to maybe uh, come at it from a point of view that you were were not as able to before so i just congratulate you on all of your success and all your hard work and um and good luck uh on your presentation and and congrats on graduation thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me thank you so much hayden it was a, it was a real pleasure and uh yeah i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day thank you you too i'll see you later bye-bye